Welcome to Kirby's Disc Golf World, the unfiltered, uncensored disc golf podcast where on the course conversations are brought to your ears. Your host, the Messiah we'd love to admire, Disc Golf Jesus, the one with all the holes in his game, Swiss cheese, and finally, the not-so-young-anymore JK Disc Golf. Fellas, how's the plastic been flying? Yeah. Welcome to episode 111 of Kirby's Disc Golf World. We have a jam-packed one. I'm excited for this episode. I've been playing a ton of disc golf recently. It was my spring break this past week, so I had just no school going on. So what do I do when I have you know complete free time? I play disc golf. So I think it was five out of the last seven days I was on the disc golf course at some point. They weren't entirely full rounds, but to go down my list, I'm going to save the first of the my week because we all play tags together and I want to have a little bit of a bigger discussion with everyone of how we actually played in our first tags match. But moving on the, uh, my on the day, on Wednesday, I got a round in with number 10 ranked collegiate disc golfer, Justin Norris. He's one, he's one of my buddies. Wow. He's actually, he left yesterday to go to North Carolina for nationals. Dang. Nice. That's mm-hmm. cool. So it was Jeez. fun to get around in with him. That is cool. I said, uh, and I talked about him, and um, we talked a little bit about afterwards if he's going to come on and like, kind of talk about his experience again because this is his second oh, year cool. now going. He's a little bit, I would say, a solid more disc golf experience underneath his belt where he's like, actually dedicated to being like the best disc golfer he can possibly be. So it's going to be cool to see him actually compete. Like I said, he's number 10th. He never thought he'd be up that high. And he just shot his first 1,000 rated round, like official rated round, not too long ago at the collegiate qualifier. So he's like been taking it seriously, and it's really cool because Justin and me, I remember my freshman year, he's old, a year older than I was. Uh, we really got into like to the disc golf like club, and we were – younger we just loved disc golf we had nothing better to do so we played disc golf every single weekday we had like the same like block of time and we played like an hour and a half round where we'd play and then go back to class and sometimes even come back to play we were shooting like multiple rounds back to back and it was cool because just to see how his games changed and like how he's grown and like i've said i played nationals alongside him and i really want him to do well this time and hopefully he does some cool things so how does that ranking come about is it just how you rated during the like actual rounds so I'm not entirely sure how what the collegiate like ranking system like is, but I know that it has to do with the events that you play that are college events. So I know Justin has two qualifiers now underneath his belt and another tournament as well as a national. So he has all these points, and when you have you place high, you, you they get like all sorted out. Gotcha. Like, I think nice. I'm technically on the list. I think, but I don't know. I never. But um. So yeah, it's, and I told him too. I was like, "You got to do good because I have to clickbait your name and everything we do now." I'm like, we got to play rounds, and I can be like number one yeah. ranked because like, and then he's like, "Man, I I don't know." Like the more you do like collegiate disc golf, if it's gonna be something serious, because I know last year Robert Burridge won. I don't know mm-hmm. if that propelled anything in his like, if that got Lone Star's attention, or at the time if anything of that like translated into a company wanting to pursue these people and. Sure. It's gonna be cool to see. So I, I told so, Justin you know, that he was he was down to come on the podcast after that to kind of give the scoop, and I'm gonna reach that out I, to fellow college discoverers too. I want to talk. I, I'm I willing Proctor to won. yeah, I'm willing to bet you win national collegiate. Yeah, you win it. A disco company is gonna come knocking. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of. Right. 
You kind of have yeah, to. Yeah. But like, then that's the thing is like Justin, like I said, he he's someone that is dedicated to playing disc golf, but it's not that he's dedicated to playing tournaments. He's not a guy who goes out. He's not playing weekend, you know, every weekend playing these tournaments. Yeah, so but that's what I'm saying. There's going to be people like that, and they'll just be like, okay, no, no, thank you, disc golf mm-hmm. company. I'm not doing that. I yeah. don't do that. I just, I, I just like to play. Mm-hmm. I would still take the sponsorship and take the free discs. You guys are nuts. It's just oh, not good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, but no, I'm saying if they if yeah, they allow right. that. Is, yeah, yeah, if they if they're okay with if yeah, if they I'm sure there's all the local local Yeah, there's lo- yeah, there's plenty of local. I could see that being like a classic and of a pickup where they're like, here's a bunch of discs, just be a part of us. Yeah. I could see that yeah. being, but yeah, like I said, we're gonna get the whole scoop on that moving forward. I'm gonna try to reach out to other college disc offers that placed high or that want to give their talk cool. to because i feel like there's a market there for like these collegiate disc golfers that are still like building this new organization up and just to see how it's been developing over the past few years but moving on to my week then my thursday i got my very first sort of barefoot round i played a couple holes um i just it was like seven nearly seven degrees i think like 67 out in wisconsin in april how do you not go out and play disc golf and yeah i, like, I, I actually that day I played barefoot. I played partially barefoot as well. I mm-hmm. threw it in some water and then I decided to go barefoot the rest of the time. The best, like the best part is I'm finishing up my round. I get a Snapchat from Jefferson with his with his bare feet saying I just played a barefoot round. But not I'm gonna take overtake you so and talk about my round that day. Um I actually shot <laughs> like it being so warm and nice, like I threw so much farther. Like it was ridiculous. Okay. Like I like I threw one of the, my champion style discs, one of the that I throw shorter, and birdie the first hole on gold of uh, Fairfield, and it wasn't even like that hard. Like it was like what a ten. What? What? What disc was it? Uh, the Grim. Oh, nice. The, like, because I thought I thought it'd be shorter, and then then I parked it with the. But I uh had a group of family like. Two like two kids under like twelve or thirteen, may, maybe around that age, like younger kids, old grandpa and grandma. I think they were the ones that actually played disc golf because they had their bag, like they had a bag. They have, and then there were like the parents. So I had a huge group of eight in front of me, and they they let me pass, and I had a fucking big a big ass fucking drive in front of them, like one of my but like one of the best drives I've ever had on like hole three with the fucking borium. Yeah, speaking that's like of a, a launching hole, right? Yeah. Speaking of Borium, fucking Loft just came out with a new disc. Mm-hmm. And hey, Loft, I'll take one. Just just send me one. I'll do a video on it. I really like your fucking Frisbees. And I've seen like the undercut <laughs> of it. And it's some like it's beefy and it's something I think I would really enjoy. So side note, I wanted to get that in some at some point in time. Um, but yeah, I I had a huge and then I had a huge putt. I actually my putt was really good and I was having Big ass fucking drives, but I did throw it into a puddle on hole eleven, which uh, where Swiss loses all his frisbees. So I actually looked for the one he lost, couldn't find it, but got mine. So no lost disc. It was it was really muddy and soupy. That's but awesome disc golf barefoot. I loved it. I was so happy. It's so much. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like like because I wore shoes because I thought it was gonna be colder and I didn't want to just deal with it. And then, like, as soon as I took them off and I started walking, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, barefoot disc golf is so much better. I'm like, oh, I missed it so much. So, Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. 
I feel it was nice, but I feel like when it's too muddy, I just like don't like sinking in and then just like my like foot. Yeah, but the way yeah, like stepping in and then the all the water comes over your feet. That's like mm-hmm. that. That's the worst part. Like you just go yeah. like you don't notice it when you're wearing shoes, but like when you're barefoot, you're like, oh man. Mm-hmm. But still, barefoot disc golf. Then my what my Saturday then or something like that. I played at Fairfield as well for a league. I saw that there was a local league that was playing later in the day. And I was like, huh, we got nothing else better going on. And just go play a nice little round at Fairfield, knowing that it was completely windy, cold. Did, after I got there too, there was like three people. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I came to this league and there's going to be three people. We're going to play just like us three, this tags. Luckily there was seven people that played and we all played together, which was interesting. Oh, that's pretty played- cool. Yeah, we played ready golf. This is the first time I played where you just like didn't matter scores. You kind of just like went like this is the first time like in a league setting more. I would say professional rather than just like us three playing where it was. So that was different. I got sometimes I would just like not go. I definitely use it to my advantage where maybe it was my box. I'd be like, yeah, let someone else go first so I can see this win real fast. Oh, nice. <laughs> definitely was, I definitely did that. That's actually pretty cool. Fucking thing. Yeah. But I would say this league dope. These guys, this was just like this was their second year. Um, this is their second year doing it, so they were still young. <laughs> I need you guys oh, to talk fast. Like, I had to just yeah, we look like he really nice. dude. Okay, so speaking of that ready golf, man, I would let's hear the ready golf. Dude. I, let's fucking go. for the tags we played, I would love them to fucking have ready golf. Really, like, cause, you are like the weird ready guy. Yeah, because like, I like I like this points in time where I'm just like I'm, I just want to throw and fucking. We can talk. We can talk more about it when when we. I get it. I don't. I think it's. I think it's more like it's a, but, man. Maybe with a card of four, I would be more into it than. A, but a card of five or like a card of seven, like he said. I yeah, but yeah, just for upshots and putts and stuff like that. I I, I just feel like so yeah, like you would be like I'd be more okay with keeping the order off the tee and then ready golf after that. Yeah, I, I'm. Fu- I guess I'm fine with that. Okay. But like, unless somebody like if somebody wanted to go fucking ahead of me or go first and I'm like I give it because there's but times I never, I never get the box anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. We, <laughs> we can talk about tags when we talk about tags. Let's talk about let's finish. Good. Jay looks yeah. like he's back. There's like I will be honest. There's like a solid percent chance the first ten minutes of this podcast is getting cut because I think it's gonna have all double audio because I definitely forgot to put my headphones in. So oh, <laughs> if you're, if this is the beginning of the podcast, hello everyone. This is the beginning of the podcast. Um, but played leagues on Friday, got to play some ready golf, seven people. It was cold, windy, 25 mile per hour, consistent winds. It was, I would say I played pretty solid. I played going into it. I knew that I wanted to just play like consistent, like par. I knew par was going to be like solid. I paid $15 to get like this league, like the tag. And I'm a big fan of collecting the tags now. I I like, I think it's cool on the bag. So I'm going to try to get as many league tags as I could possibly get. (laughs) You're like the weird. So I, got, I mean, I think like it's hotel it's, keys. <laughs> now I feel like this is different though, because it's like has my oh, ranking okay. on it though. So it's kind well, of like guess. if I got there a bunch of low is. numbers, that's cool. What tag is um is which tag's cooler? Do you, do you have both of them on me? I don't no, have. I'm just asking your opinion. I don't. I can't even like think of the both right, right now. But I would. I probably. Play, I can. I can give you if I once I look at them. I can tell you. I would say right. I have a cooler one. My white water one's way cooler. Both of them. It's wood and it has like engravings on it. I what like, about, what I about my it. leather Pokemon one? Is that was that's the coolest one. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, oh, but 
what was it? Say? Oh yeah, the League Trees Company in like I think they're more like the like the Illinois, the Southern Illinois or the Northern. Northern Illinois area. They they play like if you're around the bay, they play Triple R, Fairfield, all those style courses. Um, okay. But yeah, hole one took it easy. I put circle one, easy par. Hole two, easy par. Hole three, they were like. Everyone was like, "You can't throw a driver. It's too, it's too windy. I can't believe no one's gonna throw a driver." And I was like, "Holy my destroyer, man!" I'm like, "Why? Why can't we throw a? Why can't we throw drivers here?" So I smashed the driver destroyer out there in circle two on a par four. Got my easy birdie, my first birdie of the round. And a lot of people now were getting. I noticed like the it was a lot of like bogeys and double bogeys from the wind, and I was like, "I'm just gonna put my disc close to the basket because I'm not the greatest putter. I just don't want to worry about it." So hole two that or hole four then big par four. I was like, man. This is a huge headwind. What should I do? I'm going to grab my Calvin Heinberg Destroyer. This thing's supposed to be extremely beefy. It is. Toss it, man, way on the other side of like the fairway. If you guys know what I'm talking about, like mm-hmm. I started yeah. on the rough of the right side. This disc gets picked up. It felt like we were watching the movie Twister when the houses were going up. That's where my Destroyer, just straight up in the air into the swamp. Onto oh, wow. the complete left side. Well, what do you say? That's like 200 feet, like just coasting. Yeah. Right into the swamp, and then we, I like it was just a big muddy water, like like there might have been alligators in there. Like it was just like you did not want to go in there, and I was wearing <laughs> Vans. You used to have was, to throw over that bitch. That's yeah. the best part. Yeah. yeah, and I was wearing Vans. This was not ideal conditions, like not ideal shoes. It was like so, so I was like, you know what? Goodbye, Calvin Heinberg Destroyer. If someone wow. got it, and they, everyone was like, "Don't worry, like you got your name and number on it." There's a loss of box, and I was like, "You think I put my name and number on that disc? It's yeah. too pretty to mark nope. up." So that's gone. So someone there, if you want that, go in the swamp. It's all yours. Um, but I, I got to take really. I, I would have gone fucking do one of my round. That's my bad. No, it was oh, whatever. And then I got to take a stroke out from the swamp area. So I was like, "Dang, I got like a free little throw here." to put it within circle one and there was a big water like lagoon like situation going around around in circle one and then yeah. we're walking up to it and this is a big elevated basket for the people that don't know this course obviously so you're like i'm we putting like way up so like i was probably wasn't making this unless it was five feet away in, re- in all honesty we're walking up to it and he decides to say if it's in circle one we're just going to count it for if it's in just give me because i don't want people to walk into the water i we walk up I am the only one in circle one. So I just got <laughs> saved and everyone's just like, and I'm just like this new guy. No one knows me. I'm just vibing. They're all like homies. And I'm just like, at this point I felt like I was a couple strokes up, but either way their moods were low and I was just chilling. Cause I was all right. You just um, hustled that bitch. Yeah, nice. And then to make things worse, I had to have asked someone else to get my water, my disc. Cause I was like, I'm not going to the water. I got vans on. Like, can someone just like go grab it for me? So luckily someone did everyone. Like I said, everyone here is super cool. I go on then to bogey the next hole. You know, some 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 things happened. Next hole, chilling, just vibing. Then I threw in the water. That's thing like where it started to go downhill. I double bogey straight out of the water, and then we go into hole eight. And I'm like, n- I had no idea what was really happening. Like I, I just felt like I was like, in my mind, I was winning by like a lot, and I don't know why I was feeling this way. Because I go on to miss two circle one putts in eight and nine, like super easy circle one putts, just like not even close. Like didn't even touch a piece of metal. Check the scores. I realized I was in a three-way tie. And then I decided that, that this was the moment I was good at disc golf again. So I was like, told myself like, what do you, like you're at Fairfield Whites and you are plus one. Like, yeah, you have a yeah, disc golf podcast. Yeah. You can't be doing this. So uh-huh. then I go on to dirty the last eight out of nine 
of the last hole, finishing holes of the back nine. And these were birdies. Uh, these were birdies. Dude, right. Fair, Fairfield can do that, man. Fair, Fairfield's ending game is just like, fucking birdie here, birdie here. But mm. question, so when you threw... This is a course you'd hate to get a bogey. Like, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Normal conditions, you're like, if I bogey, I'm pissed. So did you yeah. throw in the river? Did you is throw it? In, you're saying? Did you throw it in the river? In the creek. Where, wherever. Um, after the bridge. Yeah, right after the bridge. Did you throw it in? Like, because you said you threw it in you the said water. You doubled? Oh yeah, I, on hole seven. Okay. It just—I threw a buzz, a beat-up buzz. It just kind of turned. It kept riding. Yeah, it like uh, down downhill. Yeah. Downhill. Yeah. That you threw it. You threw it. Yeah. Don't throw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I got it and, back. It oh, you got it back. Okay. Yeah, it's on a stick. I I, I lost the, the only this I lost was the Heimberg, but yeah, I think my last eight holes it was like circle one, good hit, like yeah. the next one, circle two hit, circle one yeah. hit, yeah. stupid Fair. tree. It was just fair, like, fair field at the end. Yeah, like yeah. The, and I said that was all. It was like I said, it was the wind was starting to calm down, and then this is the point where I was getting forced to go on first because I was getting all the birdies. I felt so yeah. it felt wrong not to yeah. go first. So I had you had a, it's like four hundred feet to clear over this. I don't know what to call it, but a large OB on the left side and short. You have to clear four hundred feet, and I sent a text in the podcast group. I was like, yo. Do I, do I go for 17? I got the confirmations. Obviously, no matter what, I was throwing it over. I just wanted yeah. my my teammates at home to also believe in me. Grab the destroyer, pimp it, turn around because I thought it wasn't going to be in bounce, stuck it just at like 20 feet in. It was dope. And then I got like the easiest birdie on 17 I've ever gotten. Fun fact, I threw on, eight, on, threw, I threw on 17 and... I think if it didn't hit the tree, I think it definitely had a chance. Oh, like it was coming in, and like you know what we talk, you know how we talk about Quinn. Like, like the only way we're doing it, we're skipping it <laughs> off the road. Skipping off the road. It, yeah. it was coming in onto, like coming in down, and it hit the tree right, like the. So you still would have gotten sidewalk play. Oh, it was okay. like it was right. like gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. it was skipping off, like okay. like if it didn't hit that little tree. It was gonna skip off the road, and I think it might had a chance have, of fucking. Might have been able to do yeah, because because it, it was a good like it was the loft, the purple one. So it because I'm like uh, I'm like I'm doing it. I'm trying to skip, so I'm like I'm throwing this one, and it has good skip ability. I like I'm like holy shit! I'm like Mr. Tree, Mr. Tree, Mr. Tree, and then hit the tree, and it was right. I'm like I'm like ah, oh. so I, I got really excited for a minute, but it didn't end up happening. And then, and then the best part is, I usually throw like four on eighteen, and I like I went fucking through the cookie and just fucking parked it. I'm like, okay, I'm not throwing anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I did it with the cookie too. I'm like, I'm like, cool. That's the way. That's the way to be done with it. Before we go into your uh, the talk tag talk that we all had, the funny story of me going to this league as well was like I said, I paid fifteen dollars as you normally do at leagues. You have to pay like a little something at the end. This league apparently don't get paid out, so that was a big surprise. Shit. As I was waiting for that, and then since they asked if I was going to be at the league next week, because I probably wasn't, I went and when I'm back at school, I'm not in the area to like play those courses. Mm-hmm. It's too far of a drive. I wasn't allowed to get the one tag because I wasn't going back next week, and the first top three tags have to make sure they're there every week. So now I'm stuck with tag ten. Damn. <laughs> so that was like a very like unfortunate. You should have done. Is you should have been like. 
no, I won't be there, but I got a replacement. And then one of me, me or Quinn mm. fucking go be the replacement for you. I think they're and playing then, Triple R, I think. It could have just be the Kirby's Disc Golf World Tag. Oh, I should have suggested that. Damn it, dude. We could have <laughs> the one tag. But then going into tags on, we had Tuesday. This is basically our regular league. If you're a Kirby's Disc Golf fan, you, you know about this league basically now. Yeah, we usually do first, doubles. They did a, yep. they did a tags. First. And then now we did the first ever singles. We had just, it was just mm-hmm. us three, correct? We didn't have, no, it wasn't there. No, it was just us three. Just, just, so we had us five three. on the card. Yeah, yeah we did play five. That was barely making it in time with the sunlight i feel but that's so dark and yeah um jay shot we nobody shot well no like like but, not even close to being well i felt yeah like nobody no. shot r- r- like well the like, conditions weren't like the greatest either i would say yeah i didn't yeah it, it, it got yeah it got colder but i didn't birdie at all i had i shot fucking terribly it's my first time playing whites um I missed every single Mando. I missed every single fucking island. I hit a bunch of OBs. I fucking threw in every single fucking puddle that, that was on the fucking <laughs> And there were big puddles. Yeah. yeah and then, like, like, this isn't like your puddles, your kids. No, this, 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 this is like ankle shindy, deep yeah. fucking. Shindy, yeah. like, like, like fucking, this is a, yeah. like, 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 <laughs> like, not, like, not high stocks, but higher stocks fucking deep. Yeah. I'm just, I, like at that point, I'm just fucking like fuck it. So I'm cold. doing it with the shoes and fucking like, oh, it was so bad. Cold. Yeah. So I shot really bad. So I I shot the worst out of us three. But I honestly like going into it, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm gonna shot. And what pisses me more on practice, I hit fucking the on hole one, I hit the fucking <laughs> island. Practice, fucking <laughs> hit the uh, hit the fucking didn't didn't throw ob and then fucking and then oh was I like. Throwing off the fucking T pad for because I missed the fucking island throw OB. I was hoping like skip. Oh, if it would have been a skip ace, I'd been I'd been so excited, but skipped almost went out of bounds and two putted. Yeah. That that was the second hole for us and fucking I started off with a double bogey. Yeah. Fucked yeah. from the start, man. I, I started off my round bogey bogeys well, throwing in both waters each time. Yeah. It was so. Um, man, so I will give you like my little bit play by play because I am not, dude, I am not a league guy. I'm no, not, you're not. I, you're really not. I, 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 after I think we were on hold two, I whispered to Jesus, Quinn's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, Quinn will be back. I don't know. Like, <sighs> so here's my ups and downs. So I think I went like par, par. One was like a fortunate par, I will say. But man, my problem, like, I, dude, like, Disc golf is not like meant to be competitive and I can't like it's too much of an enjoyment. And then when I get out there, I can't help but be competitive and be upset with myself. And then like, it's also so like Jesus and I were talking, it's so unlike what we normally do when we go disc golfing. Like you, we, we throw so often off the tee that like, if we burn one out or if we like, you know what I mean? We're over it much quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. like cool. I threw that next one. I'm over it. It's let go. It's done. Mm-hmm. You don't get that in league, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I, dude, I had like a my first bogey was like a soft bogey, where I was like, I should never bogey this hole, and then like I went full tank. I feel like once you get over the hump of like caring, like that, I think that'll yeah. make I think it'll make you a better disc golfer. Because like one thing that I always like that happened. I don't know if you noticed that league. Maybe this is just a I don't know, but everyone, most people that I talk to as well, have you noticed that you like, maybe we haven't played in good conditions either, granted. Just throwing farther, like having that, like, 
extra boost or is that not happening? Because every time I play in like in tournaments or leagues, I definitely throw farther. And that's just something where it's like there I feel like it just like works different things. And like this is how you're gonna get better faster as well. If that's something you care about. I mean, if you don't give a shit, you don't give a shit. Like, I don't really care. But if yeah. someone at home is some feeling something like that, that was like what I felt like the first three years of me trying to be competitive disc golfing. And that's why I don't I hate tournaments. Because what you're describing to me is how I feel about tournaments. Yeah. And like to me, that was like the competitiveness in leagues. I just don't feel competitiveness. I just feel like I'm playing disc golf. That, that's the years. thing. Like I usually don't feel the competitiveness. Like I don't. I don't keep score ever. Like I don't do anything. Even when we're doing doubles, like I'm just like I don't keep score. I don't have U disc, so I don't get signed into U disc. Mm. But I actually keep score for this one. Yeah. And I kept score for me and and Swiss. And I had to like been a double shot like in the chest. Yeah, like, like it's just like fuck. It, <laughs> Damn. Like there was like yeah, because of how like how double bogey and like and then like we were tied again and then fucking like it, it was just weird. Like it was just gut wrenching just watching that. So that that made it worse for me. And I don't know if that just fucking, so yeah, man. Like of my round, like legit first two holes. All right, this is okay. I'm sorry. First three holes. Okay. Bogey. Get pissed. Get like still pissed. Still pissed. Holy shit. Double bogey. What the fuck? Then birdie. All right. This is okay. Then birdie again where I'm like, okay, I'm somewhat enjoying disc golf again <laughs> to like yeah. a par stretch to, to like a bogey and like, yeah, man. Like it was just so like, I don't know. Different disc golf. Like it. Yeah. Like, yeah, see, at least you had those birdies and stuff. Mine was just yeah. pars, 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 or fucking. Bogey, and man, on that type bogeys. of day, pars would have been. I would have been okay with pars. Like I would have mm. been fine. You know what well, I mean? Only like, two people shot under par. Yeah, and Jay was one of them. It was yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah that just shot, like card, no, or what? It didn't no? It wasn't, no, no. Yeah, that no. guy shot over too. Man, and then our card made played way too much Eminem. Like, yeah, and it wasn't like mainstream Eminem. It was like I feel like gonna kill your mom Eminem, which is like, man, was that his own mixtape? Was that his own mixtape, or was it, that just it, like something on random? It was probably a Spotify or a no, because like you go from TikTok to Trippy Red killing people to Eminem Dark killing people like real fast. And I don't know what mixture that could be. Like you're yeah, but that could yeah, be wild. his his mix like his that was music. heavy Eminem. That was like all um, Eminem's career. I <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm very particular. Even with, even when Swiss plays his stuff, like he plays some hip hop, that I'm just like, man, <laughs> I, I'm not into this shit. I'm not, and like I wasn't. In, so I, I'm very like, but if it's not like, I don't know. And it, and it just fucks me up when it comes to putting and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fucking do it when the bass drops. I'm like, I'm gonna try to make this happen. Fucking, like, I do that shit. That, that that's the that. worst. Like I, I thoroughly, like the music. Like my music is fucking music i like on the course is more like jays but jays can get too hard for my taste too gets too hard yeah i don't know what that means but i don't know what jays is like jay goes from like grateful dead to like straight rap no you know yeah my new playlist is like that uh, boho classics yeah. man boho classics is just it's, it's, it is what it is it's classics <laughs> but man, if you're gonna play on like a league night or anything like that, you can't play like your own mix. Right? No, and like, you're either playing an album or you're playing like some like Spotify. The Spotify channels. feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you, can you are pick. you are not is allowed it? to play your mix. I'm just. But, you but I guess is it bad like, courtesy to be like turn that off or no? Ooh. I don't know. Like, or like, like, can we switch the vibe? Man, I think you're not now with not vibe. with that kid. Not not <laughs> not with the music. He I went was to school playing. with him. I know. Not with the music he's been, he was playing. No, yeah, I think it'd be better fast. to like. Change, hey, man, can you change up the vibe? Like mm-hmm. that that might be better, but. I, I love how Swiss was gonna play music, and then he saw a group of five, and Swiss was like, "I'm not playing music." Nope. And then we, we were, if we were to play music, it would have been so much better, dude. The vibes yeah. would have been cool. Dude, that guy kind of took it over. It was nothing about me he not playing. No, but you even said, dude, not like you even said, you're like, "Oh, we got a group of five. I'm not gonna play music." Okay. No, yeah, yeah. Because I, I would probably make the same decision, but also I, I immediately made him do score. So I feel like if he's like, "I'm playing my music," I can't like argue that. Like he's doing score. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Can we also talk about, in my opinion, disc golf start? If we talk about pay to play courses, what really sucks now is pay to play leagues. Having to get you disc to be participate in leagues that's starting to become oh, more, more yeah. that's so dumb, dude. Yeah. He he was he was really upset about us. At the end, him. he was. Yeah, yeah, at the end, he was mad. But it wasn't just you guys. There was other people that didn't do it as well. Yeah, I know. But I think because we finished so late. That's why. That's more why he was that's not, We had a five-person card. We even said at the beginning, if you're in a, yeah. a charge of leagues, do not do a five-person. Do a three-person. It's okay. Yeah. There, no one's yeah. cheating. I always do three. Yeah. Or if they're going to yeah. cheat, they're going to do I, a I think five there was anyways. 23 people, and they're like, oh, we have to have two groups of five or some bullshit like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. But I remember. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, I, Part of me yeah, feels I, like I don't want to be like those people, but we just got to like take over a little. Not like take over, but like heavily suggest ideas that would just make it run smoother. I, when when I when he was my partner, I, I suggested some. I, I think, I, okay. I think for a league, the, the schoolyard pick, I think that would be awesome. But they people were actually genuinely oh, concerned sure. about like they heard it. Feelings being, yeah, I, 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 I said that. Like, I, yeah. I said that. I don't think you weren't with us. We did it, it was a doubles. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, let's draw a card. I'm like, I'm like, can we just pick? Yeah. And they're like, they're like, so somebody be the last pick? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, we're kind of yeah. all adults here. And like, like, if you think about it, you, you really don't know anything about it. And most of granted, no, some of those guys know everything. Some, yeah. So, what am I? I'm just gonna hold off until fucking Jefferson picks, and Jefferson's gonna pick me. Yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. Like, Why were like, torn? Yeah, I didn't think you were Noah. Who do I check between you and Noah? Like, oh! <laughs> no, but even like you, you go with you usually go with friends. You don't go by yourself. This is true. Mm-hmm. So, so like it'll unless just you be, like are already cool with like everyone enough to like you're just yeah, the, meeting which, your which a lot of people at this league are. Yeah, they're yeah, all like, yeah, oh man, we're buddies. Yeah, I will say that everybody knew each other. Everybody was chill. Yeah, they all have, fucking have the same jerseys and stuff. Uh, yeah. That's what, yeah, really the, the people that are getting picked last are the people that like aren't there consistently, which yes, is like, yeah, fair. Sure. Like, that's just fair. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anyone's feelings are genuinely getting hurt. And if you do it like once, like it's just to switch it up. Cause it does get yeah. like, in my opinion, a little bit boring. If it's like, all right, we're playing longs mixed doubles again. It's like, yeah, yeah. cool. Did that last four weeks. Uh, like, yeah, no, so what, yeah, randomized. Yeah. yeah. I what I, what I liked is what I told him. I'm like, I'm like, we should do like a five disc. Cause he's like, he's like, I'm like, we should, he's like, we've done a five disc bag. I'm like, we should do a five disc bag, but you have to use all different fucking mm-hmm. uh, companies. It had, like you can't have the same company, and then he's like, and you can switch with your buddy, uh, switch with your, use it with your partner. I'm like, sure, I'm like that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool with that too. But like that, like I think that would be such a like, cause I think that would be such a fun thing to do. 
Like that'd be yeah, such a so. fun little. But who knows? Like the, you... I don't know because I I feel because this is some people's like one day a week getting out. So I would understand for like those people like it would be like yeah. damn if like we went one hard. day a week and I'm getting limited. I could yeah. see that. But man, if you're going like again like a lot of I feel like majority the of people played fucking forty holes before the fucking thing. Yeah, at leagues, yeah, that's that. So I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that'll make it hard for them. But then you just make it known to like you post it because they have that Facebook forum well, bullshit. The cool thing about um the dude that in the Tree Love Company or the Tree Company, I man, I'm not, I'm sorry that I can't plug it more if you're around this area, but. They like he posts like the what courses that people want to play, and then he gets to like pick the ones that are like, oh, a bunch of people are playing this one, so we're gonna like get the most amount of people over here. And he tries to like switch it up and gets the schedule out like a month in advance, so like you know, like because like for the leagues around us, it's like we're getting like a Facebook post at like 4 p.m. It's like all right, this is what it is. Not 4 p.m. That's late. Like maybe like 2 p.m. Yeah. or like noon. It's like all right, yeah. this is what the thing is. Yeah, that's but, fair. Yeah, but yeah, if, if yeah, just make it like. Yeah, I think I think if we just talk to him, be like, "Hey, man, how about we just make a schedule? Have it like, uh, like just have one day." Saying, and... I, I feel like. Do you know Quinn? You know Frolfer. Yes. They run kind of leagues like in their area, yeah. and like what's super cool about them is they like their their brand is Frolfer Magazine. So for their leagues, they like post like a newspaper front cover of yeah. all the information you need to know. So it's like. This is what's happening. This is what's happening here. This is the CTP. Like it, it, that's super cool. I would love to like try to put like our creativity like super like in this community in this area to see what we can do like creatively. But see, like this we could do it in a panic room. Like, <laughs> like they, we set up a panic room where they have to solve where the, where they're gonna play in the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but th- this one's too established. Like I think if we if we did our own, like we'd have to have to do our own in some place we'd have to have our own like kirby's disc golf world league yeah like because this one's too established i don't think we can like take this over like it's dictator yeah it's already fucking by the floppy dudes no this isn't floppy Uh, i thought like everybody was floppy whatever man i man, I don't know if I want to get into that, but the weird, the weird matching of jerseys is a little much too. No, that's just like pride. In, that's like that's just their softball, like slow pitch softball thing, dude. I guess, man. I feel like it's some type uh, of fucking uh, disc man, golf biker well, gang type shit. Oh, okay. be if, like the it, Warriors and if, if you really, if you really feel that way, I say we do fucking iron on shirts <laughs> and fucking do really fucking stupid ass iron on shirts. And fucking, they're like really like half broken, like Kirby's Disc Golf World shirts. We're like, we're missing a letter or it's peeling off or something. Yeah. Not, not even that. Like, just fucking <laughs> just do iron ons and make it like half ass. Just do like 70 styles, whole outfits with like bike <laughs> shorts and like <laughs> nice socks. And just go out there as a get, team. Get track suits and fucking yeah. I'm done, man. put I'm our names on the back of track I just, suits. It's, it's different, man. I guess I guess like it's your buddies and it's cool and it makes sense, but I don't know. It's a little different to me. It's just kind of. It's cool. I, 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 I suppose. I'm, that's not for me, but anyway. But you okay? So we haven't given out. Yeah, Jay took second, so he got the second play, the second fucking tag. Uh, Quinn got fifteenth, shot a fucking plus five. I shot a plus seven, got the seventeenth tag. And you said true place as eleventh. 
What's um what's a realistic number that you think you should have thrown on that round, Red? Um I I like better conditions. I think I can you know, uh, man, I think I should have like part of me is just upset I should have been like two strokes better just that round, I think. Yeah, I like if in my head. It, yeah, I definitely minimum two strokes better. Yeah, I definitely could have shot four strokes, five strokes better. Like yeah. definitely, like, with like if just missing mandos and fucking. Yeah, so you just take away those. There's plenty yeah, of strokes. Just, like I mean, I missed two mandos and then I missed two islands, pretty much. Yeah, I had like two blow up holes. Yeah, and then like, a soft bogey. And yeah, like, eh, or three blow up holes. Sorry, but anyway, and just give me parts on those. I shoot four better and. Yeah, I catch you. It, well, it was. We- Leagues tomorrow. It sounds like Jesus might be there. I'll be there with Newbie Nova. Newbie no Newbie. What do you call him? Yeah, whatever we're calling him. Newbie Noah. A little, little uh, tease there for also for Noah. He I don't know if he's doing it right now, but he has a script for a video and he's making his first video that's gonna be posted on the Disco World channel. So nice. Newbie look out for that. We're gonna be going to Dude, now. Noah's like on the climb, bro. Like just from getting his first ace after two months to now doing his own thing. That's legit. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on then to rate that stamp clash discs tour series edition. I'm gonna start this one off because I am disappointed. They have such cool names to just fall so flat on all their stamps. I feel everyone who dies them, like they just need to steal someone's die job and just make that the official stamp, or at least for something. Yeah. Like there's nothing that even resembles the name of the disc, and we have such like like everyone knows what a cookie berry peach and mint like look like and you just don't do anything with it it's just like why yeah they just they just look like shirt textures that's that's all they're fucking like that's all the stamp looks like it's yeah it's really lame it's yeah it's like every logo has its own wallpaper yeah that's yeah. all it really it's is. definitely like a like it's definitely like uh, a three like for so this is their two. tour series is that's what that you're yep. saying yeah and they just had I, the as that player so yeah so if, if you're not, not a, okay, if you're just is. listening right now the clash discs discs tour series are kind of all a similar vibe just it says the name of the disc and then it says their name so this one says the evan smith tour series and it says mint these are all going to be in the new sunny plastic as well um i, I don't really know what's what the, the new what's it supposed to be it seems like um, it, style plastic right yeah it, uh, it's supposed to fly better in warm uh sunny days that's the description like it's supposed to okay. like when, it's supposed to be that more like the study is also like also said to be good for colder ones before. i can see that actually that, that, that does kind of make sense um but yeah they're all the similar like they all have like the, the same style that just the name's different and the background's different i will i hate where like companies do that where they're like, like dga did like similar thing where they're like all like the same I like that kind of Innova does that unique thing of like they get to do what they want. Like I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I yeah, these are these are fucking like I, I also think they missed the boat if that's the way they're doing like steady supposed to be for cold. They should have definitely called it like snowy or frosty. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a fir- there's gonna be a name change for something. I wouldn't be surprised. These are also the supposed to be the four most popular molds. So that also gets a gauge of like what people really like out of Clash. And Man, I really want to throw a peach now. 
I really want to throw a peach now. You're absolutely I think right. I've always, I, I think I've always wanted to throw a peach. I really want to throw a peach now. Man, that may change my mind on things. Interesting. It's a I, mid- I will say, man, Clash right? is, Yeah, it's a mid-range. Um, Clash is really... I, I appreciate having different fonts for every disc. Though. That's kind of a neat feature with Clash. That's unlike everybody else. I think that's kind of cool. Maybe that, that that's their stamp. It's yeah. the different fonts. Yeah, I do but, appreciate that. Like, but I, I'm, I don't know. It's kind of cool because like you, you the, the that's pretty funny. You love the mint. Like Jeff J K loves the mint. Quinn loves the berry. I'm thoroughly enjoying the cookie. Let's get one. <laughs> like, let's just get all of them, dude. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that. Let's like, just send. We're gonna send an email to Clash, like we're Disc Golf World, and be like, "Hey, we talk about you a lot. And it's about time you give us some free shit." <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, they did. They did give us yeah, free stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> some more free shit. I keep buying it. Fuck, I'm about to buy another berry. I, I got a honey still in the bag. Maybe a peach. I got honey, two salts. Dude, fucking... man, that that blue honey Cookie. proto is like. Everything I see on the collector page is like that's gold. If the, like everybody wants the blue run proto honey, yeah, <laughs> like it's like the yeah. one I've I've considered even like man, I and wonder just, what I could rate. Just, <laughs> like, like I thought about it. Just think about on our fucking on just our solo trip when Keegan ditched us. How many times you almost lost that fucking yeah, frisbee? I <laughs> like I pulled it out the fucking spot yeah. like three times just that frisbee. That was ridiculous. Got it. I think with that said, we're gonna move on to the infamous dream doubles. This is the infamous dream doubles, where the guys take some random ass category ranging from U.S. presidents to Nintendo. They choose their worst and best disc golf partner and who they'd like to beat. Let's see who the boys are dreaming about this week. In honor of Super Mario Bros, we're doing IMDb style. We're doing my favorite actor of all time. Could be could play any role Chris Pratt could better, Sir Jack Black. Starting it off, boom! Oh my god! Starting off, unfortunately, the worst disc golf partner's got to be Dewey Finn from School of Rock. And before I get attacked, he would be a dope hang outside of disc golf. I can't argue that, but I don't need in my reach back for him to start screaming some random ass song. I already got disc golf Jesus for that, after all. He'd be distracting the entire time, and I would be more worried about courtesy violations than anything else. Dewey would be really good at telling everyone how good our team is without providing anything to the team himself. He's the classic doubles partner that talks all that ish, but is the first to miss it happen. I can't have that for my team, so I'm sorry to say, but Dewey, you'd be the worst partner. <laughs> That's pretty good. Ah! Nice. So let me jump right into my words. Ignatius, or better known as Nacho. So... Nacho is the son of a Scandinavian missionary, but due to early passing, she never introduced the great game to Nacho. This also gives Nacho a worldview that only consists of monasteries, orphans, sister incarnacion, and being a luchador. There's zero chance you put Nacho on the tee with a disc and badass NL skid accent and accept anything but pure awfulness. I don't want to hear about his luchador athleticism or power of an eagle or the fact that he's a gatekeeper of his, of his own destiny. Whether he shows up in the luchador outfit, robes, or recreational outfit, because beneath those clothes, there's a man, and beneath the man is a nucleus, which is a shit disc golfer. Nacho's going to 
going to the course, flailing around and like everything else in his life, literally just winging it. Other reasons, though, many people don't know, but he knows a buttload about Bible and cares about the salvation, your salvation and stuff. So the round is filled with wild antics, weird fashion, shitty accents, endless talk about orphans, luchadors, religion with the possible chance of a random baptism. I'm fine sitting that one out, even with corn on a stick. All right, my man, mine kind of mixes both of yours together. Um, it might go as a shock to some people, but Jeff Portnoy is my fucking worst. Um, first of all, farts are only funny to a certain extent, and then it gets old. So after the second hole of him making fart jokes, it just fucking get annoying. And he's a heroin addict. He's fucking always looking for his next punt. His next bump, he fucking couldn't be wrangled, and he'd be like, he'd just be throwing weird, like he'd be throwing, like bending over, throwing through his legs, just trying to hype up the crowd, making fucking jokes, jumping on the fucking pin, shaking it like he's a fucking monkey, just being zonked out of his mind on fucking heroin, and just fucking being crazy just because everybody thinks it's funny, and everybody's just looking at him and being like, hey, you need to settle down, dude. Go to rehab. Just fucking quit being a fucking jackass. And he'd be winded after the fucking fourth hole and still fucking going to be having a heart attack and probably die. Go out like Belushi or fucking Chris Farley, who who everybody, like, related this character to. And I do not think that. Like, like that, all my research is like, oh, he plays like a Jim Belushi, Chris Farley. No, because they weren't, like, that one-note fucking character. They had range. <laughs> <laughs> fucking this guy has no range this guy's just a fucking terrible actor terrible person terrible disc golfer fucking jeff portnoy nice i will say like the exact like actor is kind of referencing eddie murphy yeah well eddie murphy with the nutty professor but, like he's also one not a one nut <laughs> no, but yes sorry no yeah but yeah but no, oh, yeah. but all the, all the research said he's a Chris Farley. That's weird. I, I haven't heard anybody say that's weird. Like, and, and I'm like, I'm like, no, that's that's not. I wouldn't at all. get that either. Sorry. Go ahead, Jay. We can't hear you. We can't I'm hear you. I was muted. I was muted. My bad. My oh, there bad. you go. There you go. My best is going to be Mr. R.L. Steiner from Goosebumps. He'd be the best disc golf partner. The dude literally gets to write the plan. All he has to do is write the story out and boom, we're set. I would be worried that he would get carried away and add some crazy stuff that isn't really needed and just makes everyone's life worse. Like, man, could you imagine the attack of the evil disc golfers? Sounds like one too many rounds of playing with foundation. Jokes, of course. I'd love to play in a zombie werewolf mummy infested disc golf round. That just seems awesome. R.L. Steinwood and I would be would win first in the first ever Monster Mash disc golf tournament hosted at Fountain Hills because they might be monsters, but they still have class. Unlike some of you guys out there. The only competition I'd be worried about is Slappy the Dummy. Homie gives off some weird vibes. Either way, the dog Stein and I would be taking dubs. Nice. All right. So my best is Lance Brumder from Orange County. Now, many people might want to write off this lazy, crude, portly buffoon, but let me discuss deeper and change your opinion. Because Lance is definitely contributing to a doubles dub. First. Let's cover what we know about Lance. He's a stoner who's perpetually recovering from the night before, has a record, who is from Southern California. If I haven't described a solid percentage of probably the best disc golf players already in your league, 
you might want to start getting to know your card mates a little bit better. Sprinkle in the fact he's from the disc golf Mecca, Southern California, where the game grew and created players like Paul McBeth and Steve Rico. Yeah, it's starting to click, isn't it? The fact that he can barely dress himself only further proves my point. Let's be real. Every great revolution worth it while involves getting naked at some point. Just saying, those great revolutionary heroes who got naked to dress as natives, to toss some tea, to send a fucking message. I'm really writing this while I'm high, so I don't know if this is clicking. But that just establishes he plays. But the fact he is also loyal, supportive teammate. He will be there when needed and deliver in that moment for the win or just to burn shit down. Boom. All right. I might get some shit for this, but Zed from year one would be the best disc golfer. He's a Neanderthal. He's fucking, his BMI and muscle mass are fucking off the fucking charts. It's just fucking science. They're built differently. And they're built for fucking disc golf. He might be one of the least athletic of the fucking group, but guess what? He's still more, 10 times more athletic than any fucking person around now. And he ate from the fucking tree of knowledge. He's got all the fucking knowledges of all the fucking worlds and all all the fucking thing. So he can fucking do some crazy shit with any fucking disc he finds. He's like, oh, this destroyer, if I bend this part right here and throw it, it will go a mile. Fucking happens. Fucking. Also, he can adapt to any situation. Princesses, eunuchs, fucking concubines. Fucking everybody loves the shit out of this guy. And fucking everybody fucking wants to hang out with this guy. And if you didn't know, there's supposed to be a year two where they're actually in the Olympics, and who wins the gold in discus the first year. Fun fact. Care to check it, write it down, look it up. It's all facts. And he's just a fucking cool guy. And he's Neanderthal, so I get to fucking talk to a Neanderthal and hang out with that guy. See if I got anything else. Um, <laughs> Let me check my notes. Yep. <laughs> I, don't know, I think that tree of knowledge, tree of knowledge fucking thing, that's all I fucking needed. That great, great, great movie year one. Anybody no hasn't way. seen it? No way. It's fucking that movie's junk. There is so many fucking good parts in that movie. Uh, that movie's so good. Uh, You're wrong. You're an idiot. All right, I'm gonna go to my beat. Gulliver is going down from Gulliver's Travel. This is in revenge for all the torment he's undoubtedly caused. This dude went from nearly nobody working in the mailroom of the NYC paper, then pulls up to this island and is literally the biggest deal on the entire thing. You don't think he abused it at all? Seriously, any game, sport, you name it, he's gonna get he's gonna got it dominated. Well, I'm here to set him straight. Lily put install the disc golf course, the match would be set. But this guy is just the dude. Um, this oh man. But this guy is just a dude. Imagine handing some guy on the street a disc and saying, "Throw it." We all know what happens. Homeboy, oh my god, I just don't even know what I wrote here. This is just like really bad. <laughs> Jesus is probably sitting there. Maybe he threw in New York City. Maybe he had some practice that I don't know about. Wrong. New York has zero courses in the entire city, and homeboy ain't leaving his home. So basically what I'm trying to say is hand me the one tag at Lee Put course because your new bully is here. Gulliver's going down. Damn, Gulliver. So my beat is the loud, passionate, eccentric employee at Championship Vinyl and singer of one of the best covers of Let's Get It On. Barry Judd is my beat. So, just like Barry is in the shop, he would be on the course. He's rude, vocal critiquer, and gatekeeper especially. You know, first it starts innocently enough with top five songs to play on the course or two or 
top five drivers till he's yelling insults and how did your trash and asking if you've even disc golf before. And I'd be damned if I would let a nerd criticize my taste in music or choice of fucking disc. Even if I toss it in the fucking water, spending three hours with this guy would be insufferable. Sure. Funny in 10 minute spurts, but just a prick the remainder of the time. And I will not lose to a more slapstick version of fucking Randall Graves from clerks. <sighs> All right, guys. Of course, this one the beat I really struggled with because I thoroughly enjoy Jack Black. But if I get the chance to beat Sir Paul McCartney, leader of the Beatles, I'm beating Sir Paul McCartney, leader of the Beatles. First of all, he is by far my least favorite Beatle. I mean, even Ringo beats him out. The fucking best Beatles fucking gone thanks to Kill a Mockingbird. Fucking terrible fucking book. But anyways, um, yeah. I'm being so Paul McCartney. He's a fucking vegan pushing asshole. He's just a fucking dick thinking he's the leader of the Beatles, thinking he fucking wrote the best song, but he really didn't. And I think it'd be fun because he'd bring some Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and that'll just be a good good old time. And then I get to fucking play cartoon fucking Paul McCartney and that'll just be more fun of time. This is just fucking me taking out a vengeance on fucking my least favorite Beatle and him making Lisa vegan and not letting her not be vegan ever again. Um, what else do I have about him? Yeah, he's also a fucking commie pushing, fucking Putin loving fucking dick. I just don't like Paul McCartney, so I'm gonna fucking get a chance. Fucking Jack Black played Paul McCartney and Dewey Cox. I'm gonna fucking say I'm gonna be Paul McCartney because he's a fucking asshole and fucking the wrong Beatles died. The wrong fucking Beatles died. <laughs> fucking <laughs> wrong Beatles died, guys. Hashtag. I officially don't think we're gonna have a podcast ever again. It might be we might be done. Well, because of the wrong Beatles died. Yeah, I, I think ninety percent of the world would agree with that. Like, like if if fucking if like everybody had to pick what what two Beatles to live. No, 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 one Beatle to get rid of. Paul McCartney is not the one that. Oh no, rid. no, no! But but I'm saying out of the two Beatles that survived and the two Beatles that are dead. People would rather have the two Beatles that are dead alive than two Beatles that survived. Wow, that's a little different. All right. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the wrong Beatles died. So okay. John and George dying is the wrong. Everybody would have gone with Paul. Probably not Paul. And Lists of the Week. <laughs> Presented by Disc Golf Lists. Right. That, that needed to happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this week's list we have in the number one spot. Oh, shout out disc golf list on Twitter. Make sure to go check them out on Twitter for all your disc golf lists. I feel like I never get any of them, but here in the list number 10, we have in the one spot Calvin Heimberg, Gannon Burr, Kyle Klein, Katrina Allen, and Anthony Barella. Mm, best. Man, I just don't know what the stats called. Kind of you describe it like the best birdie look or better. Ooh, birdie opportunities. Yeah, I think you're that's because I just saw a stat where Calvin Heinberg was just kind of like insane. Yeah, and I at first I was gonna go putting, but then AB's on that list. I, I, I like, like that. That's that's I think, yeah, I think Katrina, Allen, Katrina Allen's a good you want to know what Swiss got it. Boom. It's done. We're going to skip that next. It makes sense. I feel Yeah, all right. Guys, make sure if you disagree or you do agree with Swiss, put it down in the comments section below. Now moving on to some putting puzzlers. Putting puzzlers. Mm. 
puzzling thoughts from the course. All right, the first one I wanted to talk about because I saw this on Facebook and I was actually kind of interested in it and I'm actually a big fan. Disc golf tee pad art. For guys that are just listening, it's basically just a tee pad where it looks like little aliens coming out of the, the center of it. It's like kind of crack. Yeah, there's a crack in like, it. You, you've seen it on like, you've seen it on other stuff that actually doing it on tee pad. Um, give me a... I'm for it. It's it's like I like any graffiti like like right 420 on the tee pad. Cool, I'm down with that. Make it make it your own. Um, I don't think you'll see much of this, but it's fine. It's cool. If I had a course, I would be about it. I'd hire some dope because I feel like it's just you just ask a disc golfer that's into it. Someone's gonna be like, sure, sure. Yeah, man, you could also like use it to raise funds because, man, I'm thinking like all the parking spots like you used to do in high school where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, sponsor T cost this much, design whatever you want on it, like go nuts True. for like a year. Uh, so anything above a disc charger on any art, I'm for. Disc charger's got to go. You're anti discharger. I am anti discharger. Has anyone in the modern era of disc golf drone drawn a discharger? Yes, definitely. Oh yeah, really? Absolutely. I feel like I haven't seen any new ones, but there's some old ones. All dischargers start with like people probably just sitting, either drinking too much or smoking too much, having a sharpie and a disc in hand, and just outlining it. Yeah, and not even thinking about. Then they just write discharger after because they didn't even like recall. Yeah, like it's just like. Yeah, it's just being yeah. down. It's just being downtime doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm for anything. Dischargers are cool. They're fun. Oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. They, they charge your desk. It's cool. We just had April Fools. There was a plenty of companies that tried their own April Fools. So, what was your guys's favorite April Fool you guys saw? Go ahead, start, Red. Um, I like the dedication of MVP changing its like the pro. I'm I was a little bit upset like. I love how they changed their profile to the new logo. Um, I wish the video was a little bit better at the start to make it more like, because when it started, you, you realized it was a fucking joke. Like if it would have been a little bit better that, because all the other ones were more believable, but okay. I, I like the dedication it, it had to, sure. to the joke. I just wish the joke was a little bit more believable at the beginning. Like they could have had all the corny shit, like, like made it more, but just, just make the more, more serious beginning, more serious. And then I've been like, boom, MVPs was pretty cool. I was a fan of the Olympic announcement. I think DGBT was on it. Um, if I'm not mistaken. And I think somebody's a lot of people also attached to it. You know yeah, what I mean? I saw Drew posted something along so, with yeah, it. Yeah, it was you, well done. You may have seen that, but it's um, yeah, because it, you know what I mean. It was simple. It's there, and you're using you're unlike everybody else and doing like a creative video and all that. You're using other people to hope to spread it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's kind of what I, I dig about it. So I'm gonna give that mm-hmm. one. I was you a fan. Like of- nope. <laughs> Yeah, I was a fan of the Innova doing the Nate Saxon Fiber thing. It was kind of cool that Nate kind of just did the video. That was a very, like, if they ever for real did a, a pro designs their own stamp, that's exactly how they're marketing it, just telling a pro to put, flip the camera backwards on their iPhone and record it. Uh, but it was cool because it was the only April Fool's joke that made me click a link because I had to just make, make sure. Because yeah. if you had to I, it, I, really- it's like you could see Innova would be the ones like, hey, you get to draw your own stamp. Because wasn't last year they did Halo Polecat? Was it was that was that two years ago now? Oh, 
I'm not sure on that one. I think it was last I year. Didn't think it, so, uh, was that April? Oh yeah, it was yeah, April. It was You're April right. yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Yeah. So it was a good one. It wouldn't be like the first time they did something cool like that. Yeah. It was that would have been cool to actually have that disc because yep, it's kind of right? really fun too. Yeah. I like the bug out eyes. The DGPT put out a thing that says, how serious of a disc golfer are you? They have some questions that you're supposed to check off. If you've done it, the three categories are casual disc golfer, weekend warrior, and disc golf is life. We're going to run through it and kind of see how we're going to score. Yeah. Have you ever taken two shots off the first tee? All uh, the time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. Every I take run. two shots off yeah. all the time. Have you ever watched a tutorial video on YouTube? No. No. I, I have. Do you have the UDISC app installed on your phone? No. I do. Okay. So three, two, one. Do you own a practice basket? Yes. 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 Listen to a disc golf podcast. Nope. Yes. Yes. You never yeah, I got maybe. To subscribe to ours. Yeah. You have one, but yeah. Subscriber to the Disc Golf Network. Nope. Yes. yes. Do you have a pre-shot routine? I think okay. everybody does. They may think they don't, but everybody yeah. really does. So, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been told by two people I have. Like a random people? No. <laughs> Brittany and my wife and Quint and Swiss both told me today that, yeah. I, that I have that. Oh, there you go. Have you ever given a disc a nickname? I have one, and uh, it's it's the Aztec. It's the hamburger. Oh, yeah, the the ham- hamburger. It has a stamp of the hamburger on it. Yeah. So that that's the only one that I can think of that I really have a nickname for. I think he had another one. I just can't think of what it was. I also do call my hydrogen loft. Yeah. Okay. I I do, but that's the name no, of the company. Boring. So I do boring. I do call it. That's I guess that's almost another one. But those those are the only. One that I can think of off the cuff. So yes, I have one nickname. Yeah, I call I my my really old one. I call my baby. I don't know I if I have. One. I won't call it my actual disc. Because even if I'm calling the Mamba Mister Mamba, it's because it's got a Mister Mamba stamp. Mm-hmm. True. True. You know what I mean? But I'm the, sure. well for for a while the Shadow Facts you were. You had a different name for because you didn't know what it was called, or there was one disc you don't know what is you didn't know what it was called. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Do you have H4 shoes dedicated to disc golf? Yes. Yes. I do not. I do not. Bags multiple discs of the same mold. Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm I'm in the disc is life. Disc golf is life. The category. That's the I thing. Feel. Like you have to. I th- I figure you have to throw full them all up. For, for oh, disc golf to be live. Oh, really? I, I think I think it. I thought it was more like where the like for that. Yeah, this is kind of like a neat little thing, but it's like poorly like designed. You should have like a number system or yeah. something along those it, lines. It could be a lot. There's a lot missing, also. Yeah, and it could be yeah. Like I would add, like, have you ever shit in the woods, or have you ever had to use a sock in a porter potty because it had no toilet paper? That should be a check on the list, in my opinion. Yeah, that's have disc golf is live, huh? Have you yes. done that? Okay, cool. One, to go. one of those. To one of those. 
Well, granted, I guess I used my socks still to fucking, but it wasn't at a porta potty. But yeah. But yeah. Interesting. I think mo- yeah, I think most people, man. I don't think most people shit in the woods. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I bet you it's a better. Hey, the ones that are unwilling to admit it, sure. But I bet you it's a higher percentage than you think. Maybe. What do you want to put them up? This <laughs> podcast with rate that ace this week. Have we Jesus? Have you been on this before or no? No. Okay, so we're gonna have to do you eventually too. But we did Swiss. Now it's my turn. I got an ace this past week in my Fairfield solo round. So if you guys are not watching, I apologize for the silence. So basically what happened was this was one of those times where I just felt like I was going to ace it. So I set up the Snapchat, flipped it over, went into a forehand with the zone, up, faded perfectly, nestling in the correct basket because it is a double stack. Then I proceeded to run the camera up to the basket to prove that it was thrown in one. But in Snapchat, you only have a certain amount of time where it stops recording. So I had to sprint up to the basket, hence why I was running. Not for the ace, but for that. I guess it was on camera too, so it was cool. But gotcha. Dynamic Disc I also shared it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice. Wait, you use di- you use no. a dynamic disc with it? No. Oh, what'd you what'd you use it? Oh, so I threw a zone. I I put it on Twitter. I said I had one of those moments on the course where I knew I was gonna ace, so I pulled the camera out with the video and then dynamic disc quote tweeted it with who needs an audio when there's this much emoji with hands in one reaction. Congrats um, on the one JK. Hashtag disc golf. Nice. That's a pretty cool shout out. Yeah. So um, as far as the ace rating, it is an obscure ace, so that's tough. Am yeah, I the first one to get this one out of us? What? Yeah. Yeah. Glory hole opportunity. I'm just saying, folks. Ooh. We should all be able to get this. I think. I've it's the shortest metal. one on the course, I believe. Yeah, I've hit metal on it, but it's still a little, it's man. It's. I feel like I got Jesus yeah. got it with a forehand flick. I feel. Take the same. Uh, no, I think I'm, if I'm going to do that, I think it's going to be a backhand one. Really? I, I, the forehand is just too much fucking. It's too much stuff. Um, I kind of play it for a birdie now, so it'd be pretty maybe. But seven five. Seven five. Good reaction. Wow. Cool. Like double basket adds to it. I got. Like you. I, I do. I wish it was in the top basket because that, that would have been even better. Like if it was in the fucking top basket. That, that might have made, made it a fucking might have made it an eight. I think really? the likelihood that, of would you me count hitting the top basket before either of us hits the bottom basket. But does, mm. does that count as an ace? Because that's not technically for that team. No, that, that's not an ace. I do not allow black that. ace. Yeah, that's yeah, black, black ace. ace. I'll give you the black ace on it, but not an eight. Um, I'll give you a. I'll give you an eight point one on it. Woo! Solid reaction. Solid no, sprint. I, I love the fucking jump off the fucking yeah. punch. That the audio is great. Really- I have heard the audio. We don't yeah. need to share the audio. But it's basically me just screaming. I told you. I told you. I told yeah. you. Yeah. And then, yeah, solid hit. It was like a call your shot moment. Yeah. So, yeah, 8.1. Cool. 
There you go. That's going to wrap up this episode of Kirby's Disc Golf World. If you have an ace, make sure to submit it. I have a, an idea moving forward. I think I want to start if you submit an ace, you have we're going to pick the best ace of the month and give a giveaway to the best Ooh. ace of the month. So c- continually sending your aces. If we're going to allow more sent to us, chance, we'll, we'll rate more. <laughs> that is a one-in-a-four chance. Yeah. Because... Dude. Well, I want more people sending it too. So maybe if we get like more submissions, we'll have more we like collages of stuff and like cool. I guess bunch you. of Kirby Disc Golf World. I want to make more ace centric because aces are cool and why why not give away some free stuff for some aces? So make sure and it doesn't matter how many times you throw, it's still an ace. Yep. If you throw it off the We're two pick. Off on that, let that dwell in your mind. See you guys in episode one twelve next week.